Nanda says uh, he didn't go to jail for pulling his dick out in the supermarket. He probably just got upgrades, which I believe. Upgrades. But the, it's like, like, why are you cheating on the like, sex doll? It's like, it's, I don't know if the dude hears his own voices in his head, but it's yeah. like, you would think that he'd be like, oh no, me and Margo, we, our, our time was fun, but we wanted to spice things up, so... We brought two other people into our relationships. Why does he have and, a, and, and, have and the chicken with, with 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 divorce and and she? Yeah. I don't understand that. And he actually put that whole he 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 drunk up that whole drama inside of his exactly head. exactly. It's like what like, Toda Toda from freaking uh, jujitsu when he went through this whole like Yo. theory about oh my you're my best friend he's thinking about all these things of them holding hands and <laughs> yeah. girls. like 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 is this real and best friend do best friend though exactly <laughs> Nande says it's only cheating because he wants it to be cheating Cheat. because he's nuts yeah, exactly he's that's my point that's my point like why even go through this it's, 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 <laughs> Tyler Perry wrote this man's life. <laughs> Complete with the bad wigs. Complete right? with the bad wigs. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of Shoot the Shit. We are officially in the month of June. It is summertime, baby. And as always with me, my partner in crime, Mr. Two Beers. What's up, sir? Nothing, nothing. How's it going, everybody? I hope it's going well for them. I hope it's going well. <laughs> Did you hear the news? Which news? We defeated COVID, sir. COVID is over. Oh, we did, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was in the stream, <laughs> man. The guy was talking about going to the beach since they couldn't go last year. And then the... I heard, yeah, since COVID is over, and I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't get that memo. It's amazing the things that can happen when you put your mind to it. I tell you, I tell you, like like he said, <laughs> one day it'll just go away. <laughs> like he said, the man must be a scholar and, you know, a prophet. Yeah, if you believe you can achieve. <laughs> How are you, man? How are you feeling today? I'm doing good. How about you, brother? I ain't got no complaints, man. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm breathing. We're back with another episode. And, you know, I'm here for the people, as they say. That's some good shit right there. Yep. Just a real quick shout out to everybody listening uh, later on. Remember, folks, uh, we record every Friday here on Twitch.tv slash ARNGM every Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern here on Twitch.tv slash ARNGM. Please come follow the Twitch channel. Uh, and then also hit us up on our, our normal socials, let us know. And then, as always, you can catch up to episodes on In The Know, K-N-O-E, In The Know, K-N-O-E dot com, where we have all of our episodes, including the most recent ones, which we release every Tuesday morning. All right, PSA is done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to do it in the beginning and yeah. the end, because you never know if people make it to the end or not. Yeah, true that, true that. <laughs> oh. Future spot, future slot for advertisements later on. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. I want to leave this for people. And if people don't respond back, I'm just going to, I want to guess this. Yes. How would people, how would you feel if we actually started playing ads and taking ads within the show? 
I'm curious. Please hit us up on our social, Mobies, M-O-E-B-E-S, and uh, Bitsaki or Scorpio report for him. Uh, hit us mm-hmm. up on our, or in the know, I-N-T-H-E-K-N-O-E on Twitter. Let us know how you feel about us taking ad spots, because I'm thinking about it. Yeah, let us know. Drop a yeah. line. Yeah, if you don't want us to do it, if you like the, the way the show is and not, then let us know. Now is the time to voice your opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to accept it as, yeah, guys, do whatever you want. <laughs> Put in that. <laughs> Have fun. You know, do what you got to do. Because they keep bothering me every few months. They're like, dude, you know what you need? You need ads. We'll, we'll get you with the proper ad groups and the proper marketing team. And we'll get ads in your show. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Please take these ads. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. Pretty much. So, sir, you ready? You got the uh, monologue this this wonderful evening. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope it's something fun. I hope it's not a... Uh, I, I, I hope it's a villain monologue. I, ho- I hope you're giving us a villain this monologue. <laughs> Uh, actually, you're gonna be disappointed. It's uh, oh, okay. It's one of those things asking people to be a better person, uh, oh, sort of geez, thing. Man. <laughs> but anyway, All right. Before wait, 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 wait. Before you go, before you go, before you go, I want to say a grateful thought to all uh, the people out there. We did celebrate Memorial Weekend. I want to give, of course, best wishes and all to all the families who, of course, lost anybody in the war. Uh, whether it was recently or even in the past, uh, thoughts and prayers to all of you. And uh, that's thinking that. And definitely to uh, all the families, you know, from the Tulsa massacre. Uh, definitely uh, thoughts and prayers. Evidently, I didn't realize, but only three people really survived from there that are still alive from the Tulsa massacre. It's crazy, right? Yeah, man. Wild. Wild. Yeah. All right, sir. Go ahead. Floor's all yours. I'll shut up. All right. Uh, before I continue, I want to make another correction. I gave two wrong dates last week. Uh, I'm old, but it's still no uh, no excuse. Yeah, you did. So uh, <laughs> I was speaking about the Philadelphia move bombing, and I originally gave the date of 1975 and then 1972, when the correct date is 1985. Well, can I say uh, one thing before you get started? If, if, sure. if you If you took a page out of the book of Trump, you would never admit that you were wrong, and you would never have to apologize. I'm just saying. <laughs> and if anybody said that you said that, you just say fake news, even if it's you know called on camera. And all, yeah, all even if news. they they can just pull up the recording, and I'll still say that's not me, right? Yep. <laughs> or it's, it's edited. <laughs> fake news. It'll go away. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, that also leads into my whole thing of a previous one when I said like don't take information from anybody, even if they're a trusted source. Like look everything up yourself. Um, so today I want to talk about like, uh, the, the anger that is within the, uh, the geek nerd community is something that I've covered on the show before. And I think like, um, I just think it's like one of those boiling point point things that like, uh, it just keeps getting worse and worse. So now that games are more popular and than they've ever been something that we wanted when we were younger, but now like seeing <laughs> all the many different facets of it and like seeing like uh, the, the huge audiences involved and all these different type of personalities coming in, one of those uh, double-edged swords, like um, sometimes you're like, man, maybe it was better when it was just a, a niche or a, uh, uh, a cult sort of thing. Because um, one of the things that can happen that's real bad is like um, people forget that, they're, that people are human. They make mistakes. So like devs will like... Uh, 
they can't reach a uh, they can't reach a dateline that marketing put out. Game may come out like uh, rushed and buggy, which sometimes it's not their fault at all. But um, you're as a as a consumer, you are you have every right to be uh, to be angry. You have every right to be mad. You have every right to be insulted by it. But like um, some good some good nature ribbing and making fun of. I feel that's my gray area. Like that's not hurting anybody. But when you get to the point where like you're harassing, you're calling for death threats because your favorite game's not going to be on time. Like I think you as a person need to step back and like just take a look, take a deep breath, and take a look and like say like what am I doing? Why am I threatening somebody I don't even know over a video game? It's just going to come out a little bit later. I have tons of other stuff I can play. I have other things I can do. I can have other ways I can make myself entertained. Brought this on is like um, I was reading uh, one of the tweets from Alana Paris. She is a uh, a well known YouTuber who has been part of IGN, been part of Rooster Teeth, uh, some well known podcasts. And a while back, she had made the announcement that she was leaving uh, Rooster Teeth because she got a job at Sony Santa Monica, and she'll be writing the script for the. She's just working on the script for the uh, I think the next God of War, the Ragnarok game. So. That game got was announced. Uh, people were expecting that game to drop uh, 2021, the end of this year. I have no way in God wondering why they would think it would be ready by then. And uh, recently it was released that the game would be delayed till next year. And <laughs> she got her first uh, being part of the creative process. She got her first uh, piece of hate mail. <laughs> and I'm going to send that to Khan right now. So he can... Uh, Show us, show our wonderful audience, uh, for those who are looking at the live stream, um, the type of things that people who are just trying to do something as good and fun as making video games have to go through. All right. And now he has this loaded. Let's go over this. So the message that she got says, laugh my ass off. You get hired and then God of War is delayed first time ever to too busy dreaming about getting gang uh, raped by all your simp Twitch subs to actually do work. Laugh my ass off. Hopefully, hope hope it happens and someone streams it and you get fired because they all know you're a useless whore and the game and the the game comes out in 2021 and PS5 only. I don't know how the like um like even if you're a troll, I don't know how, like uh like how like how you can even sit up there and like type that and think that it's okay. I don't know how you can actually sit in the back and even think that it's like, if you think the sort of like a um, shit posting is funny, I don't know how you could type that sort of thing and actually think it's hilarious. So like, I'm, um, so basically I'm saying that like, if you ever feel to this point or you're at this point where you're, you're raging because your, your favorite game isn't coming out or like, um, the or the dev of a game like they missed the they didn't stick the landing like i said good nature ribbing is fun memes make fun of people but like when it gets to stuff like this like you have to like sit back and like you know reflect on yourself like uh ask yourself where your empathy is going and ask yourself why you're willing to write this sort of thing to a person that you don't even know over a uh, a fictional character and that is my uh monologue for uh tonight awesome Thank yeah, you. that's that's kind of uh, cringe, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I think the first thing, of course, is one her being a woman, and oh, most the other person most likely being a male. And I think 
of course, the first thing is, oh, I think she looks awesome more. I, I don't understand why she has power or she's in a place that I can't be in. So I have animosity, <laughs> you know, whether it's sexual or out of frustration towards her for me to write and type all this stuff. But I, I don't get people. I don't either, bro. It would be nice if we would start actually just posting people's information. Like, so we, we, we talked about the social uh, credit union, uh, social credit system that China currently is under where everything is recorded. And when you say mm -hmm. stuff or do stuff, it's put out there and it affects your score and you get or lose points based on the things you type. Certain things like this kind of makes me want something like that. <laughs> uh, it would be nice, I think, if somebody posts or put stuff like this, that it that they actually start getting ousted on stuff like this. Because if, and I know people are like, con, webs, they're kids, they don't understand, da 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 da, whatever. Well, people understand right from wrong. And mm -hmm. if you do something even as simple as this, you should be, you're never going to correct it if there's no punishment for it, right? If mm -hmm. the internet and anonymity allows you to consistently post stupid shit like this to people and you don't get slapped on the wrist, you know, quote unquote, uh, for for doing stupid shitty shit like this, then you're going to keep doing it. It's the same thing with stealing. And sometimes when you get slapped on the wrist, you keep doing it, you know, but still there should be a penalty so that that person realizes there's a penalty for this. This should not be allowed. That's, that's just my thought. And in moments like this, I kind of wish that for a lot of the social medias and all this other stuff that they would get your information and in times where if you're being a shitbag like this, your shit, if, if the cops or anybody else wants to see your shit, it will be released. Anonymity will be lifted if you do not follow the TOS under these certain restrictions. Now, I understand with hacking and all, which we didn't get into this show, that, <laughs> that the bigger problem that offers because people get hacked and then they get all your driver and all your... I understand all your docs and infrastructure. So I, I understand the... Uh, the pitfall, right, for what can happen, but still, people like this need to be ousted, and they need fingers pointed at them, they need people to say, what the fuck, they need all this stuff to be done, so that they can understand what they did was not correct, and they need to reflect on it, so they can have some semblance of, of uh, guilt, maybe, <laughs> something, but that's just me, that's just my thought. But this is what the uh, internet spawns, and she's not the only one, and this won't be the only one, unfortunately. <sighs> Lucky for me, I have yet to get one of these. I'm not important enough, which is good. <laughs> you non-talent hack and all the others. I'm, I'm, I'm happy I haven't gotten any of that stuff yet. But It's coming. Uh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. I figure everybody loves me. I figure everybody loves me. Everybody loves you until you make it big. That is true. That is true. We're yeah. not big enough. Oh, by the way, so I, I YouTube. We don't we don't get many uh, clicks on YouTube, probably because of the algorithm or something like that. But somebody actually saw our because I don't even the, the other problems. I don't post enough for this on YouTube. But somebody saw our our one what the fuck of the week with the crow. They were mm -hmm. dying laughing, dude. And the comments and everything. So 
it, it brought a smile to my face that somebody enjoyed, you know, something that we put out. Nice. One person, and that's all it takes. It put a smile on my I face. I completely agree. <laughs> all right, so let's get into the uh, real deal. Let's get into some of these topics real quick. So let's do the news section. Let's swap over. Did you hear the news, sir? Mm, which one? Jupiter Legacy. <laughs> the cast oh, has yeah. Released. So for those who yes. don't understand what, what it means when they say releases the cast, what this means when it says Netflix series releases cast, basically all cast members and actors are tied to a contract where they're not allowed to test out or go for other shows. Uh, this is to keep them in while they're deciding. And a lot of times with actors, they'll hold the show for like two or three years while they try to decide whether or not they want to make a sequel. And it, and the actor can't literally go out for other roles because they're still tied to their to their contracts. But they released the contract, so they said basically to all the characters, go off, do whatever you want, which therefore means that the show is pretty much dead. <laughs> they're letting <laughs> actors out of basically their contractual obligations and so forth. So um, instead, uh, Netflix will be ordering Super Crooks, which is a villain spinoff. Yay. So um, <laughs> we've seen some successes for Mark Millar World. Two Beards did not like uh, Jupiter Legacy, even though he only saw one episode. Mm -hmm. I thought that the show wasn't the greatest, but I didn't hate the show. I I enjoyed the aspects of the show, at least from what they brought up with the code and the way the world was and how people were more bloodthirsty and the different... I enjoyed that aspect of the storytelling of the story. I, I thought it was very intriguing and I wanted to see more. And then, of course, the reveal at the end of the series, uh, this is going to be a spoiler for those who aren't listening, but the show's canceled, so I am doubt if you'll ever even watch it again. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, the spoiler of the brother, of course, being um, the main antagonist, was uh, very good to me because I, I wasn't even expecting it. It, it really sucked me in the jaw. Yeah, it sucked mm. me into the jaw until the very end. It me. I, I really was thinking about really the one that they were setting up because you never saw William. I think it was William, right? Was his best friend? Mm-hmm. You never saw William, and I'm thinking Asmodeus, of course. That's who William is. I'm like, we don't see William. We don't know. We know he, he did something bad. We never see him, and his son is a villain. Everything at least led me down that route of William, you know, the best friend who turned bad, and then for the brother to be like, oh, oh, wow. I should have saw that coming. So it was, it was, it was fun. So, um, what are your thoughts on Jupiter sending getting canceled? Well, Jup yeah, Jupiter, Jupiter's legacy getting canceled two years. I don't think I can give a fair assessment since I never made it past episode one. Um, I agree, but I still want to hear what yeah. you thought. Do you think, though? Uh, if the whole series played out the way it did, episode one did, I can see why it didn't make it that um that far. I feel that like um like uh when I was watching it, I feel this is a throwback to like the campy superhero stuff that we have finally got past where like people didn't take superheroes seriously. And I also feel that uh, this sort of thing can exist, but like it has to be self-aware. Like if you're going to like uh, do this sort of a uh, content, like I feel that the um, you can't, you have to go into not taking your, your show seriously and you have to actually be, um, you have to actually uh, ham it up, but in a good way, like, uh, like, uh, like, 
a uh for an example like scott uh like the scott pilgrim movie which even though it did not um even though it did not cash out in the box office anybody who are watching now will tell you it's an amazing movie and they still to this day can't understand why it didn't cash out and i just feel that it came out at the wrong time if this, if that, go yeah go ahead no continue continue on oh no say i feel if it came out during the whole geek uh boom then it would have been a uh, box office success but i feel that's the i feel that i feel if you're going to go to for the uh for a movie that's uh very self-aware um of what it is or show i think it's the sort of path they should have taken take with this if that's the uh, feeling they were trying to give can i interrupt you uh, about the um campiness real quick do you think the campiness sure. is based on the look of it because it dealt with a lot of real issues and we want to talk about campy i think umbrella that's one of the things uh, very 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 campy but it's campy in a fun way and yeah it's actually that is a and it's more successful so yeah that's actually that's uh that's an even better one like it it uh, Umbrella Academy does a dysfunctional family that hates each other. They did it very, very like that. That actually would have been a better uh, thing for them to. Uh, it's very self aware. That actually would have been a better thing for them to uh, follow. Um, I think like the thing that's weird about this is I think they were actually trying to create a serious piece of uh, material, but it's so hammy in certain spots and and there's like a and some things just come off weird, especially like um, like how, how bad to me anyway the. Uh, the big fight scene was at the beginning of the first uh, episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was two sort of things like battling against each other. Um, I, uh, spoilers. Yeah, you okay. can go spoilers, but I, I, I know you're going to go spoilers, but I'm just going to say, for me, I think a lot of the problems that this show had was probably from the showrunner and the direction that it went. I don't. That's think what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking as well. Because the content to me was interesting enough for me to continue watching. But the way that it was presented, I think, was where there was a lot of issues. Or as my brother and even you might have said, CW. I think y'all both actually said <laughs> they gave off CW vibes because you were one. I, I think you are one hundred percent spot on. I just think that um, I'm not saying that the creative. I'm not saying that the director and like the uh, the showrunners were are uh, bad. They they probably kick ass and um, other stuff they done. I think that this just was the wrong. Uh, this just was. This was just the wrong project for them. Yeah. Like um, it, it has that old like a uh, uh, CW joke aside, it, and I'm gonna reiterate back again. It has that feeling of like when when people tried to bring superhero stuff to the uh, to the TV um, back in the day, and it was like they tried to give it a serious soap opera feel, but at the same time, it just came off campy, yeah. like. It's yeah, like we didn't. They don't believe in the superhero part of it, but they but they'll uh, stress the other parts of it. Um, to be real quick with um, uh, spoilers for people who haven't read the comic. Yes. Um, yeah, talk about the differences with the comic, please, because I've never uh, read one the of, comic, so <clears throat> I don't know. One of the things is uh, both kids start off as like uh, pieces of shit in the comics. The uncle actually uh, he. Him and this, he uh, conspires with the son, basically to uh, and the younger heroes to basically take out Utopian and like all the uh, the older guard because the uh, uncle feels that they're that uh, Utopian's basically been his biggest like um, his biggest blockade to actually making real change in the world. So like uh, now in this uh, from the episode one, from what I've seen, they actually tried to give the son a feeling of trying to follow in his father's footsteps and actually wanting to be a hero. And I was like, I can see why they're doing that. I'm like, all right, they're trying to put a new, uh, they're trying to put a different like uh, spin on the character. But at the same time, like he lost a lot of the, uh, 
cool factor and like a lot of things that he had uh and the uh the rock star feel that he had in the comic books which i think would have actually got him over better uh for the show now another thing that's um Another thing that's uh, that I find interesting is that, like to me personally, uh, a lot of people will think that that the that the grandson is the main character of the uh, whole series. To me, but I feel that his daughter, like I feel the whole series is about her starting off really messed up because of like the childhood she grew up having, and then growing into fi- realizing why her father was uh, the way he was, what he was trying to do for them, and actually uh, becoming a better person. And eventually becoming the uh, the the foil to her her brother, basically as they're raising their um, as they're raising their grandson with uh, with uh, raising her son with um, I, <clears throat> I keep forgetting the character's name. It's been a while since I read it, but yeah, I feel that like um, William's grandson. I mean William's grandson. <laughs> yeah, I feel that like if they had stuck with a. Uh, I feel if they really stuck more to the uh, original content and didn't try to add on these uh, different layers that I feel didn't work. But once again, this is just me uh, watching the first episode and going off of stuff that I heard people, other people say. Okay. I feel it would have came off. Uh, I feel it would have came off much uh, better, including um, the flashbacks leading to them going to the island. That in the original in the comic, that's just a small scene of showing you how they they got on the island. They met the aliens, and the aliens gave them their abilities. Um. I uh, I think drawing it out and like uh, with the whole father and like the uh, the wall the, and just the, uh, the the stock market crashing scenes and all those flashbacks, if they like uh, locked it in to just an episode for a flashback, including showing them going to the island, I think they would have worked out better storytelling wise. I but, agree um, on that. I kind of got tired yeah. of the um, the backstop. Like, just show me how you got your powers. Yeah, <laughs> let's move on. Um, can I, let, let's let me say one more thing and then we're gonna move off. I'll let you say one point and then we'll move off real quick. Um, I'm done. <laughs> okay. The, I think the change to the sum makes more sense, right? When you have two characters that are just shit characters and one becomes better, I don't think from a fan's perspective, and these are your main characters that you got focus on, it creates a character that's likable that you want to see, right? If you see a character who's trying his best to be somebody and he fails and that leads him down the dark road and you, you see the other character of course take the opposite journey upwards it, it gives more feelings from a tv show's perspective rather than having two shit bags right so i understand mm-hmm. why they made that change and i'm cool with with that change but uh yeah it's, it's sad that i won't get to see the the play out as Zesco, hey Zesco, who's in chat, she was just like, just buy the trade paperbacks and just be done with it. I said, yeah, you're right. Might as well. <laughs> you might as well. But um, and quickly, I think, uh, how do you feel about this Super Crooks show, which seems like is, I uh, guess it's going to be campier too. What's your thoughts on that, real quick, so we can move uh, on? I think it's interesting. I think, um, I think it leaves them a hole open if the uh, if Super Crooks does good, it gives them a chance to revive this show because it's in the, it's the it's the same universe. And like they could bring back these characters and like test pilot them out if they need to again, and it could it could uh, lead to a renewing of a of a of a another season. So like, tr- tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't I didn't read anywhere that it's canceled. I just read that the cast has been released. Correct. So that's why I said so. Yeah. The show's not canceled, but when you release the cast, of course that means that yeah, they're open to do whatever. They're not locked in. So basically, they're not making another 
TV series for this for quite some time because they let the yeah, so do whatever. Yeah, that makes me feel like it's it's still on the table. They're just trying to figure out. That's why I feel Super Crooks is probably going to come in. Um, they're going to try to rehab it and like uh, and see what they messed up on and get, and get it right this time around. That's what I'm thinking anyway. But Super Crooks, uh, keep in mind, it's an animated series more so than it's live action. Oh, it is? Yeah, it says this. There's also okay. a Super Crooks animated series coming to Netflix, which is due to launch later this year with the first look at uh, an SC festival. They said also, so is it still going to be a live action as well? And like, is the uh, is the animation just like a uh, a bumper? Uh, at least I don't know. I don't know. They're because they're making it sound like they're trying to do this as an anthology series. So maybe they're going to do it as I'm not sure because because it says Super Crooks is set within the same world as Jupiter Legacy and will follow supervillains just as Super Jupiter Legacy follows superheroes. With Netflix positioning the new shows as the next installment in an anthology series. There's also Super Crooks anime series coming to Netflix. So I'm guessing there's both. So I'm guessing there's going to be an anime tie-in and then there's going to also be a live action, I'm taking it. At least from Variety, the article, at least that's what it sounds like. They already started Makes the uh, animated one. So I guess they're looking at Jupiter's legacy as an anthology. So they're just going to do multiple stuff every season within the universe it seems kind of weird that you would leave off and it does seem kind of weird a very big uh, cliffhanger and you're not even going to resolve it. you're just going to go and do a 180 and talk about a whole different thing it's like luke i'm your father you are and it's like the war is coming and it stops and then you're just like hey it's ray and finn and you're like uh where how the hell did we get here <laughs> you know it just doesn't make any sense from that standpoint but uh yeah so all right, let's move on to our next article, unless you have one more or anything else you want to talk about. Oh, no. No. Look it up. So Memorial Day weekend, usually big time for movies. And keep in mind, though, folks, we are kind of in, not really post-COVID, even though in the beginning I said we were COVID-free as a joke. Uh, we're now <laughs> starting to get past COVID. Vaccines are becoming more readily available, of course, here in the States. So, um, A Quiet Place uh, topped domestic box office on Wednesdays with a strong 3.8 million gross. It was uh, followed up by Disney's Cruella with 1.8 million bringing in their respective totals to 65 million and 30 million in a six day release. Quiet Place 2, uh, Tuesday gross made news for the biggest Tuesday gross for any single movie since Sonic the Hedgehog. It's 5 million five day gross after 70 million Friday through Monday President's weekend in February 2020. Getting butts in the box office. So, two beers. It seems like the, uh, at least in the United States, we're thirsting for going back to that movie as the summer thing. Probably beaches are going to probably start piling up. We asked, and I said, and I brought it up last time, that this right here is the last time we get to see whether or not. We're past COVID, right? And we won't know for like a week or two. We can't look at like a couple of days because the way COVID is, ingestions and so forth. We got to see for that spike, you know, a week, two weeks from now. But uh, what are your thoughts? People went in. They wanted to go see the movies. They wanted to get out. Uh, you think we're we're finally past it? No. Damn. All right, go ahead. <laughs> All right. I think um, after the CDC's messaging and like, and like everybody like um having their own take or spin on what on what was said uh, and people just like after being stuck in the house for a year 
uh, people have so badly missed the experience of movie theaters. I, for one, have missed the experience of movie theaters. Agreed. Uh, and like I and like just hearing that, like even even if they even if they're not going to take the time to listen to the uh, information fully, just hearing that if you've been vaccinated, uh, it's okay to be outside without a mask on um, and just like blank out everything else. <laughs> and so I'm not surprised. I think that uh, as more movies run out, come out, I think we're going to see bigger and bigger um, piles up in theaters unless we start having another spike again. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I'm, I'm in no rush. Uh, I was talking to my brother earlier. I asked him if, if he and my mom got vaccinated, would you would he uh, go to movies? He said, "Nah, uh, I'm I'm with it. I just wanted to get somebody else's opinion outside my own, because you know I'm not going. <laughs> and I'm not in any rush, and I've been vaccinated, and I'm not in any rush to go sit in a movie theater with people <laughs> coughing and doing whatever they do. But um, it's good to see that um, movies are taking off. It is definitely one of the uh, popular, you know, things that we like to do in the summertime. So, um, and Quiet Place is definitely one of those movies. It's not that big blockbuster like Endgame or Infinity War that, you know, gets billions of dollars and every seat is full, but it's one of those movies that, you know, it's very cheap and it does very well. All right. And I'm, I'm happy to see that at least it was successful even in this, um, COVID reality that we live in. And yeah, I'm I, like I said, I'm not in the place to go see. I'm glad everybody's seen it. Uh, Cruella, I'm ha- happy that Cruella did good. Uh, I'm not going to talk bad about Cruella. I thought that it was uh, it was it was an okay movie. Fun. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. You know, it was it was it, it had its moments that were were pretty fun. But like I said at the end, I still don't understand how this leads into 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> but uh, it was. The, the Batman intro, sir. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what I expected Corolla to fly around in like a Dalmatian suit or something. I am the knight. <laughs> I am Corolla. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I got to see the opening. Uh, I got to see that clip on um, Twitter, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be special. <laughs> <laughs> the origin story i'll say that much uh, mm-hmm. yeah 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 uh, anything else you want to say for um quiet place 2 before we move on oh no okay uh-oh andy muschetti andy muschetti who is the director for the upcoming the flash movie uh went to twitter as we can see here and he advertised this icon for those to know and it is the batman icon but it's the batman from the 1989 was it 88 was it 88 batman was it 88 it was it was the late 80s i know that i'll say 88 without confirming (laughs) uh batman movie with michael keaton of course directed by um i almost said joel schumacher uh, no, yeah, the creepy guy who did that wore scissor hands. Tim, Tim, Tim Burton. Burton, yes. The Tim Burton Batman, of course, with Jack Jack Nicholson and so forth. It's this Batman um, um, icon and suit, so people are going crazy. And I got to say something for you, Two Beards. When you have a movie called mm-hmm. The Flash and you have to stem people's excitement with a Batman icon, it doesn't look good. What's your thoughts? 
<laughs> I think they're um I think they're playing it smart. They're like uh they're hyping up what people want to see. This modern take on the old uh, Keaton suit is uh interesting. Except for I think they they fudged it on the blood because it looks more like jelly. Yes. But uh <laughs> Maybe he dropped some outside on this suit. Maybe he did, but uh I, I take it that this is <laughs> I take it this is also a uh, this is also a little uh, homage or call to the uh, Watchmen button. That's what I'm thinking anyway. That, that's a very uh, interesting thing because remember we <laughs> talked about it. and That was one of the things I said I wanted to see. I said if you were going to tie in the universe, and I, and I said this, I forget what episode it was. I said I would like them to not do Flashpoint, but to go back and do the Watchmen as a as um as a way of tying in all of the DC universe. I called this. If it happens, I called this an episode. <laughs> Fans of the show, I'm just letting it like, go I, now. You made it happen. Yes, I made it happen. <laughs> Bump your chest, sir. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a it's a little nice uh it's a little uh nice cool uh picture. Yeah. Um, the chest part looks weird uh underneath of the symbol, but under that, and I like the little uh I like all the uh the t- deterioration. I like the scratch and scuff marks. Uh, mm-hmm. the dirt. Uh, it looks very worn. Looks like he's really been through some battles. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm enjoying it. I'm glad that you called that because when I kept looking, when I first looked at it, my mind went to the smiley face with the blood because of the mm-hmm. bright orange, right? And that orange just yep. took me straight to the Watchmen. The, what was it? The Joker? Not the Joker. The uh, comedian button, right? It took me right to the comedian. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw this. Uh, that was. That was the first thing I saw, and then you ruined it with like, doesn't it look like jelly? And I was like, fucking beer. <laughs> yes, it does. It does look like jelly. Um, but um, I'm happy. I, I, it just saddens me though that we have the movie called The Flash, and the movie is supposed to be about the Flash, and all the marketing and everything he's showing is non-Flash. That to me is still worrisome. Well, you're afraid you're gonna get a. Uh... Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming again. Well, I, I'm already feeling for that, but the 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 thing I, <laughs> it, it makes me feel like the Flash is not a strong enough character for him to warrant a movie, and that they have to go on nostalgia in order to carry it. That's my feeling going into mm. this and seeing this, and, and it's a shame because I'm a fan of Andy Muschietti, uh, the director. He did, of course, the uh, remake of It. Uh, one of the big, most recent ones. He did something else I forget, too, also. But, yeah, It and It, too. And I enjoy what he brought with that. So, uh, and from in terms of directing, a lot of the sequences he took, the way he took angles and stuff, the guy is talented, right? He knows what he's doing. I, that that doesn't fear me. But when, you, when you're when you doing this, that kind of scares me because it's like, I, I would rather see something cool with The Flash why are you using is why are you using Batman to sell right? It's like almost like oh we're gonna do a a, a movie about the uh, Green Lanterns and the first thing you do is you plaster Superman everywhere right? <laughs> it, it it tells me like you don't feel confident enough in your own product, you know, for it to carry itself that you have to use other stuff. So that's that's my only fear uh, to be a negative Nancy about it, but I'm excited. I mean Michael Keaton come back in the Batman role. I mean come on now, I grew up on that. <laughs> I grew up on I'm that. curious. 
Uh, I'm curious also since they they clearly modera- modernized the outfit. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm wondering. I can't wait to see what the mask looks like. I wonder if he's going to actually be able to turn his head <laughs> fully now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The question is, are we going to just get him, or are we going to get multiple Batmans? That's a good question because uh, we told that. I'm sorry. We, yeah. we, were, we were we were told that Thomas Wayne isn't going to be in it anymore. Yes. Unfortunately. Yes. So I, I, I don't know. Your buddy uh, Morgan, Jeffrey D. Morgan, talking about the comedian. Jeffrey D. Morgan uh, was talking about how time was running out for him to play Thomas Wayne. Yeah, he was talking about that mm-hmm. article. I guess he's trying to push for them to put him into it, but uh, it doesn't look like it's likely. But yeah, I would like to see, as much as I hate the Schumacher stuff, I would like to see some of the Schumacher characters make a cameo. Because it's history. Whether you, you enjoy it or not, it's still history you know, for Warner Brothers movies. If you're going to go back as far as Batman, why not show, you know, chicks dig the car and the credit card and the bat nipples. You might as well just put that in there, all that silliness. Release the Schumacher cut. There you go. Can we, can we actually get a Ezra running, like, with the sprint run like a normal flash? <laughs> I, I don't think that's possible, sir. I don't think that's possible. All right, so let's... All right, man. <laughs> we, we did some fun. Let's go into some bullshit real quick. Uh, Florida, man. Florida fucking Florida. All right, let's read this article. So on the first day of Pride, you know, Pride celebration because it is Pride Month, uh, Florida's own DeSantis. All right, so let's just read the article. I'm not even going to go into it. I'm, I was going to, I'm just going to read it so you could, you could hear this. Uh, Florida became the eighth state this year to ban transgender girls and women in public uh, secondary schools and colleges from participating on girls and women's sports teams after its Republican governor signed a restrictive measures into uh, law on Tuesday. The action by Governor Ron DeSantis comes during a record-breaking year for anti-trans bills in state houses across the country and was taken on the first day of Pride Month, an annual celebration of LGBTQ community that takes place through June and 11 days before the five-year anniversary of the deadly Pulse nightclub shooting in which 49 people were killed at a popular LGBTQ venue in Orlando. I actually remember that shooting. Um, It's a travesty. Under the the law, public secondary school and college sports teams are required to be designated based on biological sex, thus prohibiting trans women and girls from participating participating on women's athletic teams. The bill that defines a student's biological sex as the one that was printed on the student's official birth certificate at or near the time of birth. While sex is a category that refers broadly to physiology, a person's gender is an innate sense of identity. The factors that go into determining the sex listed on a birth certificate may include anatomy, genetics, hormones, and there's a broad natural variation in each of these categories. For this reason, the language of biological sex as used in legislation, can be overly simplistic and misleading. So um, I'm going to come to you, Two Beards. Um, aside from Ron DeSantis being a total smug bitch, um, <laughs> what's your thoughts on this? Well, let's get let's cut him out of the uh, let's cut him out of the um, the picture right from the beginning. Correct, correct. Because uh, it's, uh, it's other states that all happen to be, you know, Republican. But go ahead, continue. Yeah, it's like um, it's it's one of those things. Where, like he's he's falling in line. Uh, he he wants to be Trump Junior so bad it's hurting him. Like uh, and the fact that he decided to do it on um, uh, on Pride Day 
uh, well, do it on the first day of uh, Pride Month, just to size it, just shows you where his uh, where where he what he was trying to do. He's just being spiteful for the state of being spite uh, being spiteful. Now, as for um, if you ask for my opinion on uh, on transgender um, yes. women in sport and um in uh in in women's sports altogether, I personally think that as long as rules are put into place uh and what and what uh, uh and um then everything should be cool but this is also one of those things where i feel that uh that this should be asked by uh other women like i don't really feel i have a say in it but basically i i feel that like a uh, certain like just certain criteria should be taken like uh you have to be uh you have to be uh on the hormone supplement and, and doing testosterone uh testosterone blockers so you meet a certain point, so there doesn't seem to be any unfair, unfair advantage as far as testosterone and uh, stuff like that goes. That's what I personally feel like is a logical step. Yeah. But like, um, once again, this is one of the things where I feel that like, um, even though I'm throwing that out there, I'm I'm really more on the uh, the outside uh, looking in. I 100% agree with you. I had this conversation with my wife uh, just recently um, as we were talking about this when this actually happened. And uh, she came to the basically the same conclusion, right? I wanted her opinion because, from my standpoint, similar to you, I, I have no say in the matter, right? Unless I'm mm. someone who's transitioning, you know, and wants to play um, for sports and things, I have no say in that matter. And since I'm not, you know, I'm just an outsider, as you stated, looking in. So I wanted to get because this impacts two people, right? It impacts, of course, the female community and, of course, the mm. LGBTQ, you know, community, mainly the T portion of transsexuals, right? Uh, trans, yeah. you know, transitioning people. So when I looked at her, she said something similar, right? And I think that's the, the probably the best thing. As long as, like, I mean, we normally do testing for steroids, things like that, right? Anything that gives people mm -hmm. an unfair advantage in sports, we test for. That's normal, right? You yep. can't take certain medicines because of this, that, you know, they give off negative. And I think the same things needs to be done, especially, you know, for... Um, for trans people they should be able to compete you sh there shouldn't we we need to be more inclusive no matter what right and and, and from a from their perspective look at them trying to play out for like a male sports game or female sports game depending on how they transition but in this case it's men transitioning in, into women mainly um for this case but you know how that will feel for them right so I think that as long as you're looking at different things and you're monitoring and you're doing things like estrogen, you know, intakes and meta blockers, as you were stating, I don't see that there's really there shouldn't be too much of an issue um, for it as long as the playing field is pretty level, you know, on both sides. Uh, Zesco, yep. who's in uh, chat, actually wrote some good comments. Let's see what she says. She says, raise his hand. I agree. That's exactly what I was concerned about. If someone is transitioning and taking hormone supplement blockers, then yeah, I think they should be able to compete as they want to. That being said, testing does have to be done. We don't want another Chinese women Olympic team, which is kind of <laughs> funny where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is that you, the one where they were like stunting all their, like they were mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, yeah. But, um... <laughs> And I agree. They, she's like, they were all men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty big. They were pretty big. But yeah, I agree. And it, and it saddens me that these type of things. And it's kind of interesting because for part of, part of me believes that this has to go up to the Supreme Court 
And I'm very curious as to how the Supreme Court's going to vote on this, seeing how it's very conservative sided. What are your thoughts? Yeah, you do you think that the Supreme Court is going to side with the Republicans, or do you think that this is something if the LGBTQ took up to the Supreme Court, they could actually get overturned? The Supreme Court has been pretty interesting, even though like um, it is more conservative leaning. They have mm-hmm. been they've actually uh, they've actually surprised me on some of their yes. stuff they voted on. Yes. So I, I have no idea. Like, yeah. uh, yeah. yeah, so maybe they've done maybe the left portion of it has done pretty good at arguing points out. And like like and when some of them were actually got their positioning when they said that they follow the rule of law before their ideology, mm-hmm. maybe they were maybe they were right on the money telling you the truth. Yeah. So it's yeah. like it's a uh, yeah, except for uh, <laughs> except for uh, Clarence. Uh, uh, uh. He, yeah, he's he, he's always going to vote for evil no matter what. <laughs> every oh. every American should have the right to kill babies. <laughs> he's <gonna, laughs> he's uh, a <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's, uh, yeah. That's a sad. fucking demon on the uh, <laughs> Supreme Court right there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, man. You ready to get in some topics, sir? I definitely am. All right. Uh, we got, I think, two topics, two big topics. Let's get them done. So, the first topic you kind of brought into beers, let's talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. So. It's not just gaming, it's everything, right? It's movies, yep. all medias. We're now transitioning from um, physical to digital. And this is something that we know was we known for a long time now. It's come at least from our generation and older. You know, we grew up with physical copies of everything. You know, records to VHSs to CDs to DVDs and you know all of it. We 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 grown up with physical and now we're moving to a world now where the new generation, all they do know about is digital, right? Everything's digital. If you're not downloading and saving it, you're streaming it, right? So it's either you're even saving a copy or you're just streaming it. That's it, right? No one no one buys movies, really, except for stream fans and collectors. Uh, for most part, most people just stream movies. That's all they do. They get a service and they stream movie when they want to watch it, and that's it. So... One of the things that you brought up in the conversation was is this anti-consumerism. And it's very interesting to kind of look at it from that standpoint. I'm going to go into it a little bit first, and then you could, of course, interject and jump into it. Um, right. I, From my standpoint, when I look at it, I look at it as, yes, it's anti-consumerism, but I'm from a different age. And going forward, I don't believe it's anti-consumerism because they were raised differently. Like, for instance, when we bought out a disc, right, and we bought a DVD, to our understanding is that we owned a physical disc, right, where we mm-hmm. did, and this was a common misconception. We don't own the disc. We just we just own the license of the content on the disc, right? But in our mm-hmm. mindset, because we, it's something that's tangible and we can hold in our hands, we figure that we own it, right? But no one ever reads the EULA, which is the end user licensing agreement, um, which states that, yeah, you don't own anything, right? And and it's subject, you know, to to loss or whatever, right? You're not allowed to touch it, edit it, all those things that, that go into, into that EULA. So I don't think it's consum- anti-consumerism, but I do see the impacts 
and the draw and the drawbacks from it, right? Even though you own the disc, if the disc breaks, you don't get a free copy of it back again, right? You don't get another copy of it. It's, if it's lost, it's lost. And I think uh, for a lot of people uh, back then, um, in certain some cases, you were allowed to make backups, things of that nature. And I think that's what gave people a lot of the false senses. But when you buy stuff, at least media buy stuff, like the, from the media, that's a certain medium, like uh, entertainment, like movies, games, things of that nature, not like a refrigerator. But um, when you buy things, you really don't own it. So I, I think it's a, it's a misconception, but I agree with the understanding, like if you buy a PlayStation 4 and you have a whole library of games on the PlayStation 4 that's digital, and say PlayStation shuts off the servers or whatever the case may be, all that content, all that money is forever lost, right? And I understand mm -hmm. that that sent, but and then at the same time, I offer if you buy an Xbox and your disc breaks, you know, which happened plenty of times for old systems, all your content is still lost, right? So mm -hmm. uh, nothing lasts forever, <laughs> in, in terms of looking at content, but it's definitely a different way of looking. I think. The control is more out of your hands because if in the cases of now, right? Like, let's say you play Madden and let's say Madden 2020 was not a good Madden. It did horrible. It didn't sell and they bring down the servers by 2022. That's dead, right? You only get two years. You're forced to upgrade. You're forced to do all the other stuff. And then also, and even outside of Madden, if a game comes out and they, they're, they're like, hey, we don't want to be free to play. You have to now start paying for this, that, or whatever. <laughs> You're kind of forced into it because that's the only way you could play the game. So I, I understand I understand the anti-consumerism, but what's your thoughts? Uh, similar to yours. Like, um, like, I feel like yes and no. Like, I, I feel that this is just the way things are moving. Like, uh, the way that people consume, uh, like, uh, content now. And um, and at the same time, like I like you were saying, like uh, it was a misconce it's a misconception to a lot of people that you own the uh, own like the stuff that you buy, like you you just basically bought a license. The only thing that changed now is there's nothing physical in your hand. Like even dating back to when the one guy um, who used to do home brews uh, for. Um, for modding systems that he used to he used to upload his uh homebrews to youtube all the time and then he went into that big thing with sony for his uh ps2 homebrew and like then the whole thing uh went to court about whether or not you own the actual console that you buy because he was basically stating he's not he's not showing he's not like uploading roms he's not selling anything he's yeah. just basically showing people that if you want to mod something that you bought and is going to avoid your warranty but you own it there should be no problem so that was a uh, that was a very um, interesting uh, case to go through. I I personally feel that um, this sort of thing is why we just need like like uh, regulations in place. I don't not regulations that's gonna like hurt a company's uh, bottom line or anything like that. But just simple things like like uh, to make it that if you want to go ahead and mod your system, you've broken the warranty. Yes, but. Uh, as long as you're not using it to to mess with their online services or you're not using it to mess with anybody else's other other people's game experiences, I think you should be fine doing that. Then, like when it comes to things like video games and movies, I feel that there should be some sort of way to make a preservation like a uh, last. So 
let's basically say that if um, if I buy buy a hard copy of a game or a digital copy of a game, I get my um, my personal code. Let's say that fifty years from now, Microsoft uh, the company like dies or whatever like that, and my <laughs> my grandkids inherited my uh, my back catalog of video games. Like they should be able to take that code and go through a uh, a library of ROMs and be able to play that legally because they actually own the uh, that game. Well, own the license to that game to, to actually play it legally instead of downloading an illegal ROM. I, I know it's, it's it'd probably be way too. It's a, a lot of complicating uh, mechanisms that would go into it, but I feel that like if you just put a few things in a place, like uh, that doesn't make it that because it's it'll be crazy to think that you could actually spend uh some people upwards to to like hundreds of like hundreds of thousands of dollars on games and and skins and equipment and stuff like that and then poof just like that it can be gone <laughs> well that's the way so it is. I, I mean that's what anything yeah i know i know that's what i said i feel there should yeah. be like some mechanisms put into place for preservation and stuff like that well, so yeah i i feel if that i feel if that was the case i feel like it it would be less anti-consumerism but at the same time i i agree with you on the other standpoint that these sort of things don't really matter to the the newer new uh the newer the newer age because this is what they were born into like this is normal to them. I think it's a uh, it's an interesting topic to say the least. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, it's anything, right? So, like, look at Bleeding Edge, right? It came and then mm-hmm. it got like really two updates, maybe three updates, and then it died. Now, l- look at that game if it wasn't backed by Microsoft. Let's take let's say Bleeding Edge was some new indie studio or new upcoming studio that did it. That game would be gone, right? And if they offer, you know, skins and stuff to buy and for people to buy and pay for, it would be gone. They would shut down the server within probably a year or two after they announced that they were shut down and that's the end of it. Like gigantic and like other games, right? Where they're they're dead. Whether you put money into it. Mm-hmm. That's just the norm of gaming now. Right? Um it's just that certain games like they're backed by big companies like Sony, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, things of that nature. They just have the longevity of uh, being able to go back and use those resources. But um, keeping servers live and all that stuff, it costs money, right? And if there's no profit and no gain from it, then what's the, what's the point of keeping it open? I mean, that's just the way gaming is as of right now. Zesco uh, uh, says digital commerce gets taxed because... We purchased the right to use the product. Yeah, if we're investing to have access to that copy, we should be able to have a means to preserve it. I agree with that. You should have a means to preserve it. But um, you should be able to download off the cloud to keep, as Zesco says. Yeah, but the problem is that most... most yeah, I hear what Zesco's saying, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's and I think that's why a lot of games, at least a lot of the um, survival games and stuff, they allow you to buy servers that have the game pretty much pre-installed, which allows a lot of the um, companies not to have to worry about uh, peop- about opening or hosting servers and paying for servers. If you want to pay thirty dollars a month. $20 a month, you know, to host a server so you could play, you know, World of Warcraft. Not that that could happen, but I'll just throw something out there like World of Warcraft, um, you know, so be it, right? You're you're in charge of it, you know, and so forth. And I think those things, it does make sense, but 
a lot of the content we get now, even now the content we get is a lot of it's all streamlined, it's streamed. You know? True. And I mean, yeah, they, they put in a lot of physical contents but updates, everything is all handled, you know, from the cloud. It's I it's just a it's a weird topic to go into because a lot of people and there's there's nothing <laughs> your money is pretty much vaporware. You're investing in nothing. It's just an experience for those moments for as long as it lasts. And that's basically what you're you're investing your money in. And it's kind of sad, but that's just the way the way gaming is, you know. That's why a lot of stuff now is free to play, you know. <laughs> because they already know you're going to invest, you know, 50, 60, hundreds of, excuse me, hundreds of dollars into um into nothing, right? And they and it's good for them. They pad their pockets for a couple of years and then they move on to the next thing. Yeah. I, I can't begin to tell you how many games came out that I put time and money into that amount to nothing. Hello, Hyper Universe. I miss you so. Uh, <laughs> you know? And for me, uh, somebody, it's a pretty game. Yeah, for me, you know, that, that makes me... Cause I, I, I can tell you right now, I don't spend money really on games very often. It's very, it's very rare that I actually buy a game when I look at how I used to buy games like every month. It's very rare that I buy a game now. Most games I play are free to play. And when it comes to content in most games, at the most I'll pay is maybe 5 to $10. Um, if it's something that I enjoy a lot of, then I'll put money into like Rogue Company. I enjoy a lot of, so I probably, I think at the most... Um, let me see, I bought the game or the entry or whatever, so that was what, like $40 to get all, you know, the rogues and stuff, I did that, and then maybe outside of that, I might have spent another $40 if that, you know, so, mm -hmm. and, and I, you know, I play consistently with you all the time, you know, I won't go into League of Legends, League of Legends, dude, <laughs> they got, they got like a mortgage payment and a half out of me. I won't go into, <laughs> go into that fucking riot, man. But, you know, that's the way it is, you know. And and if it went away, yeah, it sucks, but it, I still have all those experiences and all that time. Yeah, it would suck that I can't play League of Legends or all my skins and everything are all gone. All the money's gone. But, like I said before, you still have, you know, the Your memories and the time that you spent. <laughs> yeah. I know it sounds so stupid, but... Anything else you would add to this two bits before we go to the next one? Oh, I just think it's a very, I don't want to keep on just saying complex or interesting topic. It just makes me wonder like how far things, uh, how far out things go. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. Like at what point, like, um, isn't, aren't, aren't some automobiles like that as well? What do you mean? Like, uh, aren't some of them like, like the whole like you can't like um some some car manufacturers like uh when you buy the car like they don't allow certain types of modifications to the vehicle. That I do not know. Like so I'm not certain premium brands. Okay. Automotives at all. all right. I, I well, yeah, buy this a car and I drive like... it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not a modder. <laughs> I don't do any of that stuff. So I, I don't know. I wouldn't know. That would be a question for my brother-in-law. Maybe he might know, but I don't yeah. know. <laughs> All right. I guess the last thing I would just say before you move on to another one is like, um, it, it it also brings in the whole uh, the whole thing of uh, ownership. Do you cherish something less when you when it when it's like uh, when it's like vaporware, like you like you you're putting money into it, but you're not going to own it forever. Like it could it could uh, vanish at any minute. Like basically, like uh, 
like when you when you listen to stream music as opposed to buying out and buying an album and having an album collection like you have like a you have a playlist on your computer and on your uh your phone but you you never actually own the pieces of uh, music that you buy is there like a different type of feel when it comes to that like the same way that you would be proud of your nas collection or your marvin gay collection like do you do you uh go and tell your friends like go to my playlist to listen to my Marvin Gaye tracks or something like that? Like it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just sure. yeah, it's real weird when you think about it. But and uh, Zesco right. says I feel that League of Legends is more stable than a lot of other games companies. Well, yeah, you know I use right. League yeah, of Legends 100%. as an example. Yeah, definitely. You know, Rise they're they're That'd that's be around game. for a while. Yeah, they've been around since what two thousand and eight or two thousand and four or something. So yeah, I mean I'm just using them as an example. You know, as opposed to most games, you know, that come out like Battle Right, you know, where you spend mm-hmm. like I spent like thirty dollars to get, which they don't do anymore to get every character. <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, that that's gone. Those days are gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, High Res got smart. I thought they would have did that for like Road Company to like nope, 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 nope. Gone are those days. <laughs> All right, let's talk about our uh, last topic uh, for uh, the day. Time travel, sir. Mm. Let's talk about time travel, right? Time travel is very a very big thing, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's usually you know a prop used in many movies. In fact, we just saw it in Infinity War. In fact, that's going to be one of the main you know tools for the upcoming Loki show coming up next week. You're right, going through time, fixing shit, you know, things of that nature. And I'm sure you've heard it before. And I'll ask you the question in a minute. If you got a time machine, what would be the first thing that you would do? You know, most people will say, I would go back and invest in Google. <laughs> that's <laughs> a smart thing, right? Yeah, that's a smart thing. That's what most people that would say. So let's, 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 let's real quickly talk about um, time travel and so forth. So I have an article here from space.com, and it starts off with understanding time. And let's just read this real quickly for people, you know, from a scientific standpoint, at least with Einstein and the idea of time. Uh, What is time? While most people think of time as a constant, physicist Albert Einstein showed that time is an illusion. It is relative. It can vary for different observers depending on your speed through space. To Einstein, time is the fourth dimension. Uh, space is described as a three-dimensional air arena, which provides traveler with coordinates such as length, width, and height, and showing location. Time provides another coordinate direction. Although conventionally it only moves forward, conversely, a new theory asserts that time is real, right? So we're going to start off with that. And, and I've often said, and I've talked to, I remember I had a, a chat with a guy co-worker and he often said that time is is fake time doesn't exist that's what it always used to say to me and i said yes you are correct in that sense time is a tool right it's the way mm-hmm. you measure change you know uh, whether mm-hmm. you're observing time and an hour goes in what feels like a minute you know or it goes in an hour <laughs> um you know, uh, time still happens no matter what, whether you observe it or not. 
and other beings such as you know animals and everything all observe time everything decays right everything goes through a process of rebirth to decay to death right it's an endless cycle and within that cycle we measure it as time beautiful i know creepy maybe <laughs> but uh <laughs> but um um I often ask, we've seen many shows, we've seen Doctor Who, Star Trek, Back to the Future, and we've got all these theories and things like, do you, what is a paradox? Do you create paradoxes when you change time? Can you step on a butterfly and end all humanity? What happens if you go back <laughs> and you stop, like Marty McFly, you stop your parents from getting together? Do you no longer exist? You know, <laughs> we see crazy stuff that's happened or is it that you know you got the bootstrap theory where your favorite artist is beethoven but beethoven doesn't exist but you are beethoven because you went back in time and created beethoven you know <laughs> yeah which is which is awesome and i, I think it's, yeah. it's, it's fun to look at it and it's interesting that they bring up the fourth dimension which kind of goes into what i'm thinking and then i'll let you uh i'll hand off to you real quick so we've went over, I think it was like, I forget, it was like real early in episodes. Remember we lost people where we were going through the 10 dimensions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, right? So uh, for those listening, you understand we are what they call a three-dimensional being, right? So, you know, we have, as, as was stated earlier in the article, we have length, length, and height. You know, we, we're third dimensions, right? We can see in the X, Y and z right so x y you know horizontal vertical and z is death you know death uh i know my um my wife is screaming at me what did you just say and she's <laughs> correcting me the way i say the word i can hear her right now um in my head but um i digress uh so the fourth one and as we saw in the movie the arrival uh, she said, trying not to. Uh, in the movie The Arrival, we saw the fourth dimension, and even Inter Interstellar played around with it. As to, and as um, Einstein stated, the fourth dimension is time. So if we were a fourth dimension of being, then we would experience all time at once, right? We would experience our life, the beginning, the end, all of it, all at once, if we were a fourth dimensional beings. We can exist at any point of our time, Right? It's not linear, like how we only progress forward. If you're a fourth dimensional being, from that understanding, you could progress forward or backwards through your life cycle. You exist and you don't exist. I know, mind blowing. It's crazy, right? It hurts your head to think about. But but you know, for a third dimensional being cannot fathom a fourth dimensional being because it's just beyond them. It's like if you're one dimensional, think about it like a playing card, like a jack. You're one dimensional, right? You you're flat. You can't picture 3D, <laughs> you know. You, you you know you can only fit, you can only picture that X going forward and backwards. You can't even you can't even isn't, picture you know. Got isn't that type of like theory though? Isn't it like a cop out? It can be, but it, it, yeah, I mean, it what happens like if there is actually one dimensional beings? Yeah, but even so, it's like when you when you say that sort of things, like like um, when you give yourself a dimension that like. Uh, that we can't comprehend isn't that the same like state of like basically when you say that like a uh like when you when you use a deity or a god and say that like uh Correct. they can do all these things Correct. that we can never understand the Correct. meaning of the <laughs> i want to ask you a question 
Can you really comprehend living all at once and not having time moving forward? You can't because that's all you've known. I understand what your argument is, but I'm just saying you can't exist. You can't comprehend yourself existing all at once, both life and death, all of it at once. You can't understand that feeling because you only live one way, which is forward. Gotcha. You can think about going backwards, <laughs> you know, but it's still linear. You're right. You're still thinking on a linear term. You're not thinking about it all at once, experiencing your whole life at once, life, death, everything. In one moment, yeah, like I, I can be doc- Yeah, I was gonna say I can't. I can't be Doctor Manhattan. Exactly. But yeah, I, I get what exactly. you're going. <laughs> exactly. Sure. <laughs> so I'm gonna come to you, thinking about all the different theories uh, that they have, T. Barrett. And I want to start off with you. If you got a time machine, do you think it's possible for you to change your past? Like, can you go back with, like, for instance? the lottery ticket for 400 million before it goes becomes 500 million and play the 400 million dollar lottery ticket and win or invest in Google before they become Google and, and you know become like a billionaire can you do those things if you had a time machine I, no i think it would make a splinter uh i think it would make a splinter timeline like a so or explain, an alternate timeline like so explain when like you say I, splinter for those who may not be following I think that if you go back and you try to affect something that and something that makes huge rifts, like if you um, if you are currently at like the uh, if you if you go back like 20 years in time and like try to hit a big lottery, but you have a certain type of life for those 20 years. I don't think you uh, I think that's you becoming a, a billionaire like would alter things way too much. I, I think that would like uh, it would cause too many rifts, like uh, affect too many people's lives and just not your own. So you don't. Believe, I, so do you think of it as a paradox or as a parallel? Parallel universe. Okay. I think um, when you're like like if you looked at like a lot of H.G. Wells' uh, stuff, I think uh, I think he did it in a lot of interesting ways. Like when um, when he basically put that, like for instance, um, if somebody is meant to die, they're meant to die. So it's like when he when uh like in the the time machine when he kept going back trying to. The, the character kept going back trying to uh, save his love, like she would just die in a different way. It would always be a... Well, in that, in that case, that's the, yeah, that's, a, like, that's the belief that the, um, the yeah, universe the time is will, fixed. will fit correct itself. That the, yeah. The, so, yeah, I feel... create a paradox yeah. and that the universe will fix it. For instance, if you were to win the lottery and you're meant to be poor, something will come up that will... Because you won the lottery and now you have billions of dollars the paradox will be created and the universe will then therefore fix itself and make you poor again, which is different than parallel universes. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah. I'm, just saying, like, I know. I'm just explaining feel... it to the people so they understand. Yeah. But continue. Yeah, I, I feel that that is actually like what would actually happen. Like you like you really can't change. Uh, you really can't change like a like a big events. Maybe you can like move the needle to small things, but. I don't think you could change like a like for instance I don't believe I would be able to go back and um and stop loved ones from from uh not existing uh well from being killed I don't think I would be able to uh play the lottery but if if the if these things were allowed I do think it would turn into a uh an alternate timeline so to speak so like the the, the original timeline of everything that would happen would still exist it's just that I would be a, an anomaly in my own different timeline at that point. 
Yeah, because you're kind of mixing up two things. So let me make sure I understand you fully because you're mixing up a lot of theories. Oh, all right. Let, let me so, reword. So I'm, I'm, trying <laughs> I'm to, saying that saying that you would then shift to a parallel universe or are you saying I'm, that? Yeah, continue. I'm basically saying that, like, I personally feel that, like, everything's a, a fixed Okay. Like you wouldn't be able to Time change is fixed. it, but I, yeah, but I did say I did say if it did allow for changing. Okay. Um, I feel that it would it would splinter off into a parallel because like like uh like the smallest changes like the the whole butterfly effect thing I think that would actually happen, like me going back in time and saying that I hit the lottery, uh, played myself the lottery so I was rich right off the bat. I could still go I could still go to uh the same art school and meet the same people and try to recreate those events. But because of the knowledge that I have now, like you may, you may have ended up hating me. Like the, uh, the rest of the people that we all hung out with, none of us may have got together and been friends. We all would have often did our separate things. Like no matter how much I would have tried to, uh, push for the same things that happened because of, uh, me putting in that factor of now that I have money and we're not sharing those experiences of being poor, struggling and like, uh, trying to feed our friends and like eating together. Like th those sort of things may make things differently. I think you can't change those things. And if you were allowed to, it was split to a parallel universe because all the different, uh, even the smallest change would have ripples that would mess with a lot of things. Okay. Um, I'm a firm believer of, uh, similar to you, same as you, uh, of a fixed path. But I'm also a firm believer of parallel universes. I believe that there is an incarnation of every decision possible decision there are multiple herbs and that in one of them one there's one where i i'm not alive or several ones where i'm not alive or several ones where i'm a millionaire or billionaire or i'm poor or i have a hundred kids or whatever possibility that could possibly happen i'm sure there is and i'm a firm believer that time is fixed so therefore even if i went back into time and I was to say, play the lottery and I was to win and, and do whatever. I believe that in that timeline is already fixed. It's already going to happen. So, for instance, I'll give you an example. Um, if I went back in the time and I said to myself, play the lottery. And then I went forward in time to try to then therefore get the money <laughs> from <laughs> the benefit, the benefit from it. I feel that um, the moment in time that I left to go back and tell myself to do whatever to do. And then I come back, I'm coming back still to this fixed world where I had not played the lottery. And then therefore the, another parallel universe where I did connect to where I did play the lottery and win that one's still playing out the way that it should. So that's my belief that everything is fixed. So you can't change time, no matter how much you try. I could go back in time. I could put a whole bunch of money on Google and live the rest of my life out, you know, rich. I believe I, that can but, happen. But that's my current life, and that's the way my full life plans plays out. But I'm not changing my life from the past forward. You kind of understand what I'm saying? Sure. So, but now, do you think yeah. that? Do you think that like um, uh, a person themselves will be able to affect time that is outside the? Uh, outside of their um expected life uh capacity no. so like all right so like even if it's even if like you were to go back in time before you were born or actually go into the future after your death like to a time that that you have not seen yet and you don't know what's going to happen 
you actually think you would ha would not be able to, like it would still be fixed so you wouldn't be able to affect anything that's happened in the future either. well it's fixed yes so because but it's still my life and i'm still impacting right so let's let's say something and let's say you and i'm going to go with a violent scenario let's say you shoot me over whatever well, right you, yeah <laughs> okay. that's what i'm going to say you shoot me my life ends right that's my time that's what happens you go back in the future, in the future, or whatever, or in the past, and you go to shoot somebody else. In your timeline, no matter what, I'm already gone. I'm dead. So when you return back, I'm gone. I'm not there. In another timeline, you existed. You change. Now, if you go off and shoot somebody else going into the future, that set still part of the timeline because you're not changing. You you still can impact other people, right? Because we all impact people, no matter what, whether mm -hmm. it's our words and stuff. But you're, you're, you, even if you go in the future, you're still impacting people. I'm still doing something that was supposed to be done. Exactly. exactly. Got you. Exactly. Okay, cool, that's, cool. That's why I said if I go back and I spend all my money on Google, I can live out the rest of my life rich, but I can't go back in time and say, tell my dad, invest all your money in Google and then go to the future and be like, oh yeah, we're rich now. <laughs> you know, so even I, I can't do that. So even though you brought up um you brought up parallel worlds along with uh, alternate yes. timelines. Yes. So question, like um so um parallel worlds which are already supposed to exist like uh next to ours. Yes. Um so when you go back and you mess with the timeline, you create an alternate timeline, does that become a new uh does that become a new parallel world or does it affect a, a parallel world that already existed? I think it already existed because it's already happened. See, we're look because we think of time still in a linear fashion. See, this is what I was talking about earlier about how we going mm -hmm. forwards and backwards. All the time and everything has all has already happened. The world's been destroyed. The universe doesn't exist. Whatever happens at the end has already happened. We just haven't experienced <laughs> it yet because it's so far in the future and we only see things forward in in, in small fractions of time. So everything's already so, happened. Um... Everything's already so yeah so yeah so putting it in simple terms like you didn't create that alternate timeline yeah, sorry it, it was already set got yeah. you yeah it's sorry you already did it it's already set it all happened at once in one instance it ha everything has happened beginning to end everything believing in this out. uh believing in this form of uh time travel success yeah well yeah because it takes away your ability or your thought of choice uh I still say you still have choice it's just that your choices have already no been I mean it takes away the ability to me to hop in a time machine and go back and make myself a fucking billionaire you can make yourself a billionaire you <laughs> no just... uh, but that'll be an alternate me that's enjoying the fucking well, money and not me you are true, true. yeah your life is fixed like, like now, fuck that you, guy like I said, I said <laughs> fuck that guy you just go back and you invest your money into Google and you live out the rest of your life however as long with that money like if i go back in time and throw a thousand dollars into a bank account for myself when i'm a child yes i'm not going to have that account when i get older correct now that's a very good question i think you can because i'm not affecting that uh i think you can hmm. yes because you're not affecting it because you're setting it up for yourself now <laughs> It's that, it's, it's that whole thing where like um where you see in time travel it's like oh man i can't get through the door hold on a second and then like a second later you just pick up a mat and there's the key because you just went yeah. back in the past to put down the key so that in the future you will be able to have that key to open up the door yeah it's like one of those type of deals 
Time travel is fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's awesome. It's awesome. Did, did we hurt your heads, folks? Everybody's listening. Did we hurt your heads? I want you all, if you're all listening, you find this very fascinating, please reach out to us. Tell me your theories. What do you believe in with, with time travels? Please let us know. You can reach out to us yeah. in, in the know. There's a contact page. Just send us your comments there. I'm curious. Or on Twitter, whichever is easier. Yep. In the know.com. I-N-T-H-E-K-N-O-E. Remember, know nothing, opinion on everything. That's what no stands for. But yeah, send us your thoughts. Just a contact page. I'm, I'm curious to hear from our listeners. You know, what's their thoughts on time travel? Can you change Agreed. it? Do you believe like Back to the Future? Do you think <laughs> that you could go back and change <laughs> stuff? And that you might wipe yourself out of existence? Creating paradoxes? You know, um, and all, where the time police have to come in and be like, yo, wait a minute. <laughs> but fun discussion fun discussion very very are you ready for this what the fuck of the week sir yeah i don't know if the people are let's 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 yeah. let's go into it uh-huh uh-huh and this one is not florida folks bodybuilder who went two sex styles is now open to dating humans and this is coming directly from the new york post uh, perhaps he wants a relationship that won't blow up, quote-unquote, in his face, as Kazakhstani bodybuilder who wed his sex style after a whirling romance is open to dating humans in one, on one condition. They like his silicone soulmates as well. He dropped a bombshell on the UK-based The Dating Show on FUBAR Radio Friday, The Daily Star reported. I was in a real relationship in the past about seven years ago, says Yuri Tolok. Toloko? How would you pronounce that, Tiberius? Tolocho? Don't ask ask me. (laughs) Tolocho? Tolocho. I'm going to say Toloko. Toloko. I'm going to say Toloko. I I might be butchering names. Sorry, Yuri. I'm just going to call you Yuri from now on. Uh, Who (laughs) who infamously married his doll Margot in November after dating her for eight months. A self-professed pansexual, uh, Yuri can reportedly love anything from image to a soul nonetheless it's interesting and important for me and in the future maybe i will have a real person but it's important that she or he makes likes my dolls too uh yes yes yes. Mm. the muscle man said (laughs) yes good old yuri Mm -hmm. um that might uh that might be a tall order as the non-synthetic lover would have to live in a veritable dollhouse. The muscle man revealed that his divorce that he's divorced Margot so he could take up a, two new plastic playmates, Luna and Lola, the Daily Star reported. This motherfucker already divorced his damn doll. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Yuri admitted to cheating on Margot with a strange object and a supermarket chicken while she was getting plastic surgery over Christmas. So this motherfucker married her on November and the next <laughs> month cheated on her while she was getting quote unquote plastic surgery. Uh, he took to Instagram in March to introduce her replacement, Lola, who apparently in line with the aforementioned sexual appetites sports a hen expired lower torso. A hen expired <laughs> lower torso. 
I identify her as a massive chicken, the gym shark described, adding that this inflatable lover's navel has death and can be used as a vagina and a penis inserted into it. I like the process of sex itself, and the gender, sexual orientations are not particularly important here, explained the non-finicky fitness freak who boasts over 110,000 followers on IG. In the future, Yuri reportedly wants to add a male doll in the mix. I want to do a wedding of a male doll and Luna at the same time. I want to do a ceremony of life and freedom with me. He said, it's similar to a wedding, but not a wedding. <laughs> Nanda says, I hate this so fucking much. <laughs> so two beards, two beards. What the fuck of the week? We got the bodybuilder who married his first doll in November, in November. She went off and got plastic surgery, and then he cheated with her in December and divorced her so that he could be with Lola. I'm sorry, which one is Lola? I don't know. One of these two is Lola. And she has a hen-inspired lower torso because he likes being with a chicken. As he, as you saw before, he cheated with her with a strange object and a supermarket chicken. Two beers. Two beers. Stop laughing. Dottie uh, says, I hate this so fucking much. Tell me how you feel about Yuri. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Go ahead, sir. What the fuck? I, I don't try to kink shame, but I <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> like, uh, in my heart of hearts, I like to hopefully think that uh, this is all for attention. That he's really not this way at all. Like he's he's uh he's created an online persona to actually uh gain followers and attention. That maybe he'll somehow uh flip into um. Uh, he'll be able to actually flip into a and monetize one day. I mean, that's what I want to believe. Uh, By the way, the, Nande, uh, Nande states that nah, some kinks deserve it. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, but I'm like, uh, I actually was talking with uh, Nande about this guy, and like, uh, and I brought up that, uh, like, uh, how weird he was. And like, just imagine him trying to find somebody that that would actually be all right with this. And I think she's absolutely correct that, like, uh, that even somebody on his level, there's weirdos for everybody. So like, there's there's another weirdo out on the spectrum that will connect with this person. He he will find he will find uh, his his uh, his partner who is who doesn't mind the dolls and. And they will uh, get along just fine if this is the real person that he that he's portraying himself to be. I don't really even have any jokes for this because, for one, what? the man what the, no the man jokes? no the, the the article itself is a joke. The man got plastic surgery for a doll and cheated yes. on a, a doll that he actually got married to. Exactly. Like he 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 fucked a chicken in the supermarket. I don't I don't know what else to say. Naga says he already got sponsorship. He's just nuts. It's in the, wow. Yeah. 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 I, dude. Man. I, I, I can't imagine. Yeah. Like, like, okay. I, I, for one, I understand that people like different things, right? 
And him, <laughs> him wanting to have a relationship with dolls is not hurting anybody. It's his own thing. It's his own okay. private thing. He brought the chicken home. Okay. He brought yes, he did bring the chicken home. Uh, thankfully. <laughs> did, he, did he really send the doll off to get like implants put in? <laughs> or did like they uh, or did they just upgrade the doll for him? Like he sent it back to the company. Like so many questions. <laughs> I'm guessing that I wonder if these two are the same dolls, so that he wound up getting the blue eyes. I don't know. I have no. Did, clue. Uh, I have no clue. Did anybody introduce this man to Bleeding Edge? Like <laughs> he he could have been a cast main. Maybe he could have kept the game alive. He's <laughs> sick. Nandi says uh, he didn't go to jail for pulling his dick out in the supermarket. He probably just got upgrades, which I believe. Upgrades. But the, it's like, like, why are you cheating on the like, sex doll? It's like, <laughs> it's, I, I don't know if the dude hears his own voices in his head, but it's yeah. like, you would think that he'd be like, oh no, me and Margo, we, our, our time was fun, but we wanted to spice things up, so... We brought two other people into our relationships. Why does he have and, uh, and, have and the chicken with, with 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 divorce and and she? Yeah. I don't understand that. And he actually put that whole he 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 drunk up that whole drama inside of his exactly head. exactly. It's like what like, Toda Toda from freaking uh, jujitsu when he went through this whole like Yo. theory about oh my you're my best friend he's thinking about all these things of them holding hands and <laughs> yeah. girls. like 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 is this real and best friend do best friend do exactly <laughs> Nande says it's only cheating because he wants it to be cheating he's because cheating. he's nuts he's exactly nuts. that's my point that's my point like why even go through this Tyler Perry wrote this man's life. <laughs> Complete with the bad wigs. Complete right? with the bad wigs. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I don't get it. I don't get mm-hmm. like I understand people in sex styles and I know there's a lot of men out there, even probably women, who have sex styles. I understand the reason for it, why they have it. But the UK they're one, they're giving this guy so much attention. And they're just allowing him to basically make say, money off of it. I, I'm living my I'm living my life wrong. If this man has enough money to buy us a, a full blown sex doll, get married to it, give the doll implants, um, bring home a chicken, uh, have sex with it, enjoy having the sex with the chicken so much that he fits his next doll to have a lower torso that that uh that actually is a uh, that's actually hen based. Like this dude got fucking cash to blow, so I'm like, <laughs> and Nadia believes that he have he probably has poor money. He can do whatever, possibly. Yeah, I think you you're hitting the logic nail right on the head. <laughs> As it's from doing weird porn, probably. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah. Well, he has 110,000 like, oh, okay. followers on Instagram. There, yeah, there, there, see, there, uh... there we go to Instagram. No. <laughs> TOS probably. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We might get TOS. Let me let me let me let me first let me let me swap over. Let's let's validate. Let's make sure that it is um that it's friendly. Oh my god. No. Thank God. Thank God. Two beers. Did you look at it? No, I didn't. Uh, I'm, gonna but, uh, I'm gonna post it here. trying to warn you. <laughs> 
I'm gonna post it right there for anybody who wants to see it. It's several pictures of him looking like he's about to take a piss. That's all I'm gonna say. With his oh, cheeks fantastic. hanging out and everything. So thank God we did not just go to it. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm shutting that down. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh man thank goodness Whew. that could have ended there wrong yes what the fuck could we get anything else you would add to this before we move on and close the show two beards nope uh only that this is a contender for what the fuck of the of the year yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> I definitely agree. A contender i agree this is this might be our best so which one would you put over the um the Christmas, um, the Christmas uh, penis meal, or <laughs> or the vagina that cures all infertility, or this one. Which one are you putting up top? I think this. Uh, I think this actually even tops the vagina that cures all infer- infant. Wow. <clears throat> infant. Infertility. Cancel. Thank you. Thank You're you very welcome. much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just the whole story alone was just nuts. The fact that he went through this whole story is just, it's just funny. It's, it's wow. All right, Mr. Beards, why don't you tell the wonderful folks where they can find you and what your suggestion of the week is as we close out episode sixty-four. Uh, all right, you can find me at Twitter under Scorpio Report. Or um, Bitsaki, that is B-I-T-S-A-K-E. Either one of them will get you to my Twitter. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at Bitsake, that is B-I-T-S-A-K-E. Um, and mostly it's a, uh, I know it seems to be a dead account, but uh, and I know I keep saying this all the time, but I, I am about to start posting on there again very soon. Um, my recommendation. Lies. Lies. <laughs> It will be a lie. It, what you're saying is the truth until I actually uh, do do post something. But uh, yeah, I do plan on posting again soon. My recommendation for this week is that uh, with um, Neil Gaiman's uh, Sandman series uh, right around the corner for Netflix, I say that you should go and uh, read uh, some of the uh, the Sandman, uh, some of the Sandman novels, uh, like uh, the trade paperbacks. Like get in tune with the characters. It's a, uh, it's like. Um, it's a readers type read like if you if you love like uh like deep stuff like um if you if you love like big character depth like depth uh philosophy um all that sort of stuff uh i think it's for you uh, and also it's all it's also it's nice uh because i don't think it's going to follow the uh the comics completely like none of this stuff ever does so it's also nice to actually like uh brush up and know what the characters are about before you uh jump into uh into the show so that is my recommendation for this week. Yeah, and the last season of Lucy, who is from the Sandman series, is uh, just came out on Netflix today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though they're going to have a different Lucy in the uh, Sandman series. I don't yep. like saying the man's name, so I always will say Lucy. <laughs> um, thank you, Two Beards. Thank you. No problem. Uh, for me, my name is Khan. You can find me at on Twitter at Mobies, M-O-E-B-E-S, M-O-E. B-E-E-S. My suggestion for this week is the show. Uh, just a shameless plug. It's called Parallel, but the plug comes in. This was the movie we watched last Sunday. 
Um, every Sunday we watch movies on movie night and uh, the movie that was voted on by the community was Parallel for a sci-fi Sunday. And it was a very fun movie about a group of teens who find a mirror in a house that they're renting that opens up into a parallel universe. You see the ties with a lot of stuff we were saying <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> and basically what happens when you as a person have access to a parallel universe. Uh, very enjoyable. I had a lot of fun with yeah. it. Uh, Much better than that. Yes, yes. So parallel, you can stream it on Amazon Prime, I believe. At least in the States. I'm not sure outside the States where else you can stream it. But uh, also, remember, folks, hit the Discord, exclamation mark Discord for those here in uh, in Twitch chat. Uh, every Sunday night, we do movie night. We we shuffle it up. It's not all the same. Sometimes we do family movies. Sometimes we do sci-fi. Sometimes we do horror, thriller. We do all kinds of movies. I try to keep a, a nice mixture of stuff up. And it's every Sunday. Uh, we do... Um, at 8 p.m. Eastern, we do movie night. And then on Tuesdays, we do anime night. We just finished Jujutsu. What's the name of it? Jujutsu? Kaizen or Kaizen? Kaizen, yes. Jujutsu yes. Kaizen for anime Tuesday, which we do every Tuesday. Also within our Discord, you don't need to have any subscriptions or anything. We stream it directly within the Discord. So definitely come by, um, watch it. And uh, I don't know what we're doing. I think we have a poll. Zesco might have opened up a poll. Um, within the Discord for our next um, our next show the following week. This week we're going to be watching a movie um, which was suggested by one of our community members, uh, Roku. So, um, yeah. So we, we definitely do anime movie nights and regular movie nights. So definitely come join the Discord. Be part of the conversation. Uh, and join the movie nights. And with that said, we're going to close up the show. Uh, one last plug. Remember, folks, we record every Friday here on twitch.tv slash A-R-N-G-M. Twitch.tv slash A-R-N-G-M. Um, and all episodes, of course, are uploaded directly to our website in the know.com. I-N-T-H-E-K-N-O-E.com. In the know.com. Uh, make sure you catch up on all episodes and all new episodes there um, at the portal. And for you, Mr. Two Bears, any fuck yous before we close it out? <laughs> Shit. Like, uh, let's see. No, I ain't got none. You, 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 you use it. Oh, I can't use that word. I'll get banned. <laughs> you ain't got none. I know I had one, but I like slipped my mind. To, there's not a single Republican or anybody else that you want to give it to. Hmm. I gave it last week, so I'm taking a week off. It's up to you before you close out. <laughs> All right, we good. He doesn't oh, have one. a big uh, oh, a big does. fuck you to the uh, to the Democratic Party for even though like you own the um, even this though guy. you have the I said that last yeah. week. I know, no, I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just copying and pasting because it was a good one. <laughs> for <laughs> for having all the power right now, and you're still uh, like uh, you're you. <laughs> how do we lose the Senate? Exactly, and you're. <laughs> you are still trying to actually work with the people who have less power than you. Get rid of the fucking filibuster. Yep. Like do some, like pass yep. some laws through, make some yep. radical changes, fix yep. the fucking country. Yep, bipartisan yep. is a lie. Yeah. So yeah, that's my fault. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. 
Uh, folks, we'll be back again with the podcast next Friday, and we'll be back for gaming uh, next Wednesday. Until remember, folks, shoot the shit, don't be shit. Peace out, everybody. Peace.